Welcome to creation.com talk. I am Dr. Robert Carter. I'm sitting here with Gary Bates and we are discussing why Adam didn't drop dead the moment he ate the forbidden fruit or what death did Adam actually experience? So Gary, Genesis chapter two says something very confusing. Verses 16 and 17. And the Lord God commanded the man saying, you may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat from the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Yeah. So why is it confusing? Well, as a creation ministry, we kind of tell people to take Genesis, particularly Genesis 1 of 11 at face value. Yeah. Some might say, you know, literally, we normally like to say as the Bible authors intended to convey it. So yeah. here it says you will surely die. So in short, yeah. On Adam, that day. Adam did not die that he day. Obviously lived for several hundreds of day. years. So how to resolve that? In my experience, most people, uh, even lay Christians, try to say, well, he only died spiritually. I think that's probably the most common viewpoint amongst people. Yeah, and I suspect in a lot of cases they get that from theologians and some apologists. Yeah. Uh, I mean, our friend Dr. Hugh Ross friend, you okay? Uh, says, uh, you know, when we quote Romans 5.12, for example, where it says that sin entered the world through one man and death through sin, and this way death came to all men because yeah. of sin, that it only refers to spiritual death. Now, folks, a really important point here, a lot of apologists do that so they can have millions of years of death yes. in the fossil record before the fall of Adam in Genesis chapter 3. So Adam would be the first spiritual being but physical death already reigned for billions of years, and then Adam's spiritual being died when he rebelled against God. Yeah. Now, that's a way of reconciling what I would call a secular view of the fossil record. If yeah. you're familiar with creation ministries, you'll know that we believe most of the geologic layers and the fossils in them were laid down during the 12 months of yeah. Noah's flood. So all the millions of years gets wrapped up into Noah's flood, and there is no evidence of millions of years. Why do you want to add that to the Bible? Exactly. So first thing is, clearly our spirits live forever. Yeah, they live forever. So what do you mean our spirits died because our spirits aren't dead? Yeah. So let's read it. You know, it says here, And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. That's from Ephesians 2, verses one to two. So clearly we still had a spirit, yes. even though we were dead in our sins. Yeah, so the death of the spirit has to be metaphorical. There's a, a live spirit, live to God, and there's a dead spirit, dead to God. But the spirit is still a spirit, and we still have that spirit. But wouldn't it be true, though, if sin, the fall, disconnected us from God, it actually did disconnect us spiritually, too. So it's yes. not either Disconnected from God. Or okay. death, or physical death. It actually in a sense, is kind of both, really. Yeah. Because the promise was, I believe, and what Scripture says, is a physical death. So how are we going to reconcile that? The word death is used twice in Hebrew. Yes, and doubled words are very important. That's a, it's an emphasis. And the way that we've liked to try to convey to people uh, here at CMI, it's a bit like saying, the process of death has begun. Dying, dying, you will die. So we don't suddenly make an arbitrarily you know, distinct age in, in a human's life is to say, well, now, you know, you were living, but now you're dying. Yeah, we're always dying. Yeah, essentially from the moment we're born, uh, we die. And I think that's a bit of an indication of what God is saying here. There's going to be a change. Adam's not going to live and his descendants, humans are not going to live forever physically, which is what clearly the intent was. 
that now the process of death has begun. In fact, from the death moment you're born. And death will reign. That's, yeah. that's the pointer. So there's two views here how to answer this. One is it's just spiritual death. The other one is it's physical death. But it's not instantaneous. Not instantaneous. It's all, there's a dead spirit. I mean, dead isn't dead to the things of God, but it's a promise of physical death. In dying, you will die. Uh, the, the moment you rebel against me, Adam, the process of death will start. You will certainly die. There's all sorts of different ways to phrase that. It's really hard in English. Yeah. That, that Hebrew phrase with the doubled word death doesn't come out in English very well. And uh, let's digress a little bit here because, uh, you know, we talk about original sin. And I often say when I'm out on ministry to families, you know, do you have to teach your children how to be naughty, you know, <laughs> no. how to be rebellious? No, I mean, clearly we all understand we have a rebellious nature and really our default position from birth is rebellion against God, is to be yeah. a rebel against God. Absolutely. I mean, it's just instinctive in our nature. So I think every human being can understand that. And again, it lends to the fact here that in our sins and our trespasses, it's why we need a saviour. Yes. It's why we need someone to take our place. You know, there's another way to understand this doubled emphasis here. Just looking at all the other places where words are doubled. You know, Jesus consistently said, truly, truly, I say to you, he is making an emphasis there. Mm. This is absolutely true, doubly true. It's super true, truly, truly. So anytime we see a doubled word, it's an emphasis. And there's one place in the Bible where a word is triplicated. And that's holy, 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 holy. Mm. It's the only triple word in the whole Bible, emphasizing that God is so much holier than anything else. And the only way to describe God is holy. So doubled words, emphasis. This is a doubled word as an emphasis. It's going to be death eventually. So we've understood that death was promised by God. It's yes. emphasized. It's coming. It's now going to happen. Yes, he didn't drop dead straight away, but it's important because obviously that's also passed on to us as his descendants. So and physical death was the promised penalty, and it's why Jesus had to pay the penalty for sin. By dying. Place. Yeah, by dying, exactly. Yeah. I like to say, and this is slightly heretical, but I like to say Jesus was the God, right? Mm. And God can do anything he wants, right? Mm. So could Jesus have come to earth and said, hey, y'all, your sins are forgiven. Have a nice day and gone back up to heaven? Yeah, what's the point? Well, he could have, except he told Adam that death is a punishment for sin. Therefore, Jesus, the man, had to die to pay for sins. He couldn't just wish them away. There's a formula there that we get from Genesis and comes straight out to Jesus on the cross. Yeah, another New Testament passage. While we were yet sinners, Christ died, died for, us. for us. Yeah. So here's the point. Jesus had to become a descendant of Adam, like us. It says in the book of Isaiah that he's our kinsman redeemer. Yeah. Okay? And it's important because the death and resurrection of Jesus links us back to Adam and the Garden of Eden. Right? The good news death and resurrection, but has to be a reason. There's a foundational cause because it's based upon bad news. If there was no physical death, what's the point? You know, Hebrews 9 tells us, you know, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. So it goes back again to Old Testament law. We think about the tabernacle and the priests and the substitutionary atonement with the animal. I mean, it was a temporary thing, all paving way for Christ, Christ, yeah. But because of 
physical death that entered the world yeah. through Adam. Now, you said something very profound earlier that I had never thought of. Basically, you hollered across from your office into my office. Hey, Rob, you ever think of this? And there was a, the idea that if Adam hadn't have died, what would the result be? Well, Adam clearly... Adam in his sinful state hadn't died. Yeah, well, clearly... Uh, Adam and us, as he's, we were designed to live physically forever. Yeah. Right? So think about before Adam's sin. God even came down, walked in the garden, had fellowship with him. When Adam sinned, it cut the telephone, like cut the communication line to God. We would have been in an eternal physical state separated by God. That'd be terrible. So it's actually only through death, if we believe in the one whom God sent, Jesus, that we can be reconciled back to our Creator in a resurrected body, where there and a, a new heavens and earth, where there will be no more death and suffering. By the way, that's another argument why it can't just be a spiritual death. Yeah. Right. Because why does God have to destroy the universe, the heavens and earth, if it's just a spiritual death? Well, the reason is is because this earth has got, you know thousands of feet of sedimentary layers with dead things in them and even a fossil in the ground is a reminder of what went wrong. It's got to be burnt up and destroyed to create a new heavens and earth. And of course, God can do that because he did it once before. So in that case, death is actually a blessing. Yeah, Because it what resets the clock and it, it allows us to have communion and fellowship with God in the future. Yep. I wouldn't want to live forever in a sinful state. That'd be terrible. Yep, We're, particularly with the idea there's no hope of any yeah. reconciliation, no way of getting to know who your creator was, having fellowship with him. Yes, people don't like to talk about this, but those who don't believe are going to be cast into hell. Yeah. You know, I'll yeah. just stop and think about that. We talked about just a minute ago, you know, we introduced the fact that the heavens and earth are going to be destroyed. So it just shows you how God views sin how serious a thing sin is. When you look at a lot of the Old Testament saints like, uh, you know, David and even go back to the book of Job and woe is me going down into Sheol, you know, they lamented, lamented that they knew they were separated. But, of course, there was a promise, but they had not seen the benefit of the, or had the benefit of the incarnation yeah. at well, that Well, the New stage. Testament tells us they hoped forward mm. to a promise they knew was coming, but it wasn't very clear. Yeah. It only became clear with the resurrection of Jesus. Yeah. So the take-home point here, Rob, is uh, sin is really serious. Yes. See, we te- as humans, we tend to view sin through our eyes. Well, that's, that's a bad thing to do. Well, it's not so bad to do. But to God, it's sin. Oh, it's it, it separates us from the creator of the universe because he is a holy, holy, holy God. And it was so drastic that God himself, the creator, it tells us in the book of John, came to take our place. And why did he have to die? Because of sin, because Adam and his descendants would physically die and be physically separated from God for eternity. I mean, that's the basis of the gospel. If Adam only had a spiritual death, I submit to you that the very fact that Jesus died a physical death doesn't make sense. Not much. Yeah. So I hope you can see that that simple question, what death did Adam experience when he ate the forbidden fruit, has a lot of really deep theological ramifications. 
If you like this type of content, I would highly encourage you to keep on watching. Go to creation.com, read some of our articles, look up some more of our information. If you're listening to this, rate us on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to. If you're watching this on YouTube, give us a thumbs up and a like and a share. Feel free to share this on social media as much as you like. There's some really good stuff coming down the pike from creation.com. We're very busy, constantly bringing you new information, information that is encouraging, information that is edifying, and information that is biblical. Music